Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colac and District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at OCRFM. Max, it's 2022. Where did the year go? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> uh, welcome uh, to the new year. How's, yeah. it, uh, how's it going for you so far? We're nine days in. Yeah, good. Not too bad? Been yeah. up to mischief since we uh, last spoke before Christmas? Uh, not much, no. Not much? Ah, oh, there's been Christmas, New Year's. Yeah. Anything exciting in between? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Were you good enough for Santa to come? Yeah. Yep. Anything uh, exciting in the present department? Swag. Swag. control car. Yeah, lots of different things. Different things. Have you uh, tested out the swag yet? Yeah. Yep. How'd that go? Good. Mm-hmm. Do you, did you go camping or was it a backyard no, job? Just set it up on my bed. On your bed? Inside. Best Too hot to be outside. <laughs> it, it has been ridiculously hot. I've just come back from a, a jamboree up at Elmore uh, and uh, we were in the uh, late 30s to early 40 degrees and my body doesn't cope with that. <laughs> but uh, all ready for the new year? Yeah. We've got uh, something a little bit different to kick the year off this year. And uh, so... We're going to be celebrating Veganuary. Have you heard of the uh, vegan uh, celebration of Veganuary? Or mm, more no. awareness campaign, I think you'd call it? Not really, no. Well, we're going to find out a lot about it as we have a special guest host for the next couple of episodes. So let's find out who's on that other microphone sitting next to you. <laughs> We have uh, another guest presenter in the studio with us from uh, Animal Nation. Felicity, welcome to Afternoon Delight. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Max. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you very much for uh, coming on. When it comes to Veganuary, I thought we'd go straight to the experts. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I take that as an honour. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, yeah, uh, Veganuary's uh, been around for a while. Yeah, since 2014. Mm. Amazing. It just started in the UK on... Yep. Basically, around a kitchen table, a couple of people put the idea together, and I think the first uh, first Veganuary had three thousand three hundred signups, and this last year was half a million. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what this year brings. Excellent. <laughs> hey, and uh, Animal Nation is the program people would most associate your voice with here on OCRFM. Yes, they would, and unfortunately, I've been on hiatus for <laughs> since the start of the pandemic. Yep. I'm afraid, um, but I'm hoping to get back this yep. year. It's been a very tricky time for uh, everybody, of course, and uh, being the sort of program that you run, uh, a week-to-week uh, program about animal um, 
nation kind of yeah, it's very it's very tricky hard. to, to it's piece together. It's been hard because a lot of my lot of my um, my shows would be based on a- actions happening and different campaigns that are running, and unfortunately, the pandemic's just brought everything to a halt, mm-hmm. and people just haven't been able to get out there and you know in the streets yes. the way they were. So, but um, I am looking forward to getting back. Maybe co- maybe come back with like a little bit of a different show. Yeah, yeah, dip the toe in sort of thing. Yeah. So I guess the question we'll. we'll Pose to Max, what do you know about veganism or being a vegan? Do you know uh, much about it? You've heard of vegans, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What What's your uh, kind of understanding, I guess? Like, not really doing anything with animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's a kind of a good a base point of it, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, this Veganuary is uh, all about kind of spreading that message and uh, understanding veganism a little bit more. So do you want to introduce us to uh, the vegan concept? Because it's more than just not it's eating not just animals. A diet. Yeah, it's that's certainly right. not just a diet. And obviously we have the plant-based movement's really huge and that's um, been taken up by a lot of people who are concerned about health and environmental issues. But mm-hmm. um, veganism is very much a, a lifestyle that somebody might choose if they are wanting to not exploit or oppress or harm other beings other sentient beings so we you know obviously and that would not just be with diet because obviously it's the farmed animals that we think about primarily but that would also include not going to circuses that used animals for entertainment not buying cosmetics that have been tested on animals not um, buying from breeders that are you know, making money out of of exploiting families, essentially, because that's what breeding is. Um, So it's very, very broad. But obviously the diet, because that's something we all do every single day, is such a major component of it. Yes. And that's why Veganuary really does push that whole, okay, if you can change that diet and then start thinking about all these other issues Mm. and taking them on board as As well. well. Yeah. And so uh, a lot of the things that we talk about on Afternoon Delight, we talk about kind of sugar levels and those sorts of things. But uh, I guess we too can learn how some of the things that we consume, if you take that step back and have a look, uh, mightn't be as animal friendly as uh, as people... There are a lot of little things out there that you don't necessarily think of until it's brought to the, no, your attention. because I think we've all grown up, like m- m- most of us have grown up in, in this society that mm-hmm. we live in, eating animals yes. and eating and using animal products. So it's, you know, it's completely normal for people to do that. And so a shift in that is like, oh, wow, that's seems so bizarre and weird. And so, yeah, it's great for people if they can start just looking at it from that other perspective, mm-hmm. because when you eat, a dairy product or you eat something with eggs in it or you eat something with honey in it, someone else, someone who is aware of their life and has an experience of, of you know, their thinking, feeling beings has been involved in that process. In that process. And yep. unfortunately, they've been hurt along the way. So we guess we got to stress. Uh, some people might, as you said, think of a diet. It's not where people are allergic to something like veganism isn't that. No, it's not an allergy. <laughs> it's not an Although allergy. I love people who say, oh, I've got an allergy to cruelty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's not, it's not an allergy. Um, it's, it's a conscious choice yep. that a person makes that to just not contribute to, yep. s- to something. And as we all know, like life is not a benign process. Mm-hmm. Just by us living, you know, we're going to cause harm to others in some way. So no vegan saying, oh, you know, we're not hurting anyone and 
because we all know through the production of crops and um, any other sort of, like that kind of plant-based agriculture, yes. animals are harmed, habitats destroyed. But it's just making that least harm, the choice of the least yep. harm. Yeah, it's uh, there's there's no process I don't think that wouldn't as you say harm the environment That's in right. some way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you know it's imp- just important to remember you know, well, if I can choose something, which we'll see today, I'm sure, <laughs> well, you know, choose this this product rather than that product, you know, it, and and you know that you know less habitat's been destroyed, less water's been used, less, um, you know, it's it's healthier for our environment, sometimes healthier for our um, our health as well. Not always, we all know, you know, trans fats fats are not great for us, <laughs> but, um, and sugar's not great for us. But, um, you know, no cholesterol, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, some things like packaging-wise, we'll often look for um, things that, you know, contains nuts because, uh, as Max knows, we've spoken many times about anaphylaxis and things mm, like that. Mm. Uh, are there any sort of cues and clues that we could be looking for if people are looking to take a more vegan approach? Well, I guess you just have to look at... There's the basic things like dairy and egg. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're the, the things that people think most of. And when you're talking about sweet things, obviously we're not talking about flesh-based products when we're talking about lollies. Lollies, but, yep. Um, but what I thought I, we'd you know, just discuss is gelatin. Mm-hmm. That's a big one because lots of lollies use gelatin. Gelatin-based, And yes. a lot of... A lot of people don't. That's um, for people who don't know what gelatin actually does. That sets things. That makes makes something a solid little item, and so it's in tubes and often soft centres of, of jelly based and products, yeah, marshmallows sort that's of things. Right. Yep. But gelatin is pretty much a byproduct of the slaughter industry because it's you know once an animal's been processed and the the, the meat's been taken away, there's the bones and the tendons. Um, and that all gets boiled down in the skin as well. And that gets boiled down in a process that's called rendering mm-hmm. to extract the collagen from those products, from those part, body parts. And then that is used to Create. set your lollies. And yep. so there's heaps of different alternatives. You can use agar, agar, which is a seaweed-based product, mm-hmm. which has been used for centuries, um, through, particularly in the Asian countries. They, and then, you know, you can use cornstarch, xanthan gum, pectin, which is based from fruit. So there's, I think we've used gelatin because it's a cheap and easily available product. Yep. And so it's not like that's a necessary item, but that's why we've used it. And then the other thing that people might not think about is the colouring. Yes. And red colouring in lollies and the cochineal. most common one is cochineal yep. and that people call it a beetle but it's not a beetle it's actually a parasite mm-hmm. it's a plant parasite and it grows on cactus in South America and so those those parasites are collected and ground up and used that uh, it's called carmine that's mm-hmm. the actual dye extracted from the little parasites to make the red color sounds delicious doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> And so, of course, there are alternatives for that. You can use beetroot, which sounds much nicer to me. <laughs> and then, of course, there's all other kind, any kind of, any any plant that appears as red, as you can red extract color. its yep. colour out of it yep. and use that. Lots of things that, yeah, quite easy to boil and yep. grind up, <laughs> as opposed to ground beetle. <laughs> how, how are you travelling, Max? Yeah. <laughs> all good. Did you know about it? Are you, were you aware about any of that, Max? No, no. No? <laughs> 
Uh, that's probably uh, what these couple of episodes we're going to be featuring. Uh, so today's going to be based on sweet treats when yes. it comes to vegan, yes. and we'll look at a bit of a savoury option as well yeah. uh, in the following episode. Yeah. But uh, we'll take a quick break because uh, we're going to jump into a bit of head-to-head stuff as we do on the show, uh, looking at a great selection of uh, different sweet treats that you've brought <laughs> in for us today, uh, Felicity. So you're listening to Afternoon Delight featuring uh, Felicity from Animal Nation. If you want to join the conversation, jump over to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page or you can text in 0439 329 713. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. Okay, on Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to go head-to-head, and uh, we're talking vegan options today. Now, a lot of people make jokes about uh, vegan lifestyle being just rabbit food. Yeah, we eat sticks and leaves. (laughs) Yeah. But, of course, that can't be true. No, unfortunately. I wish it was. Yes. <laughs> It'd make it so much easier. Because <laughs> I'm assuming you do do, would have to do a lot of research when it comes to shopping. Oh, yeah, or you're reading lots of labels. And I know I know when I'm needing new glasses, like a stronger <laughs> lens, because I'm, like, struggling. Because, yeah. And, and, like, you might have eaten a product for years and then they, they'll change it. For some yes, reason, they'll right. add milk powder or something and it's like it'll be the last ingredient so you do have to and I I don't think you know if I if I found out I'd been eating something that uh, that I thought was vegan that wasn't I'd I'd change my change it but I wouldn't freak out I'd be like oh well that's that's how the I'm not intentionally doing it so yeah yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so there's lots of in, you know ingredient reading. Yeah, but then when you find those products, <laughs> yeah, then you you're a devotee. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, our head to head today, we're going to look at biscuits. We are looking at biscuits. Yeah. So what have you brought along here? Well, I just thought first of all, there's probably heaps of biscuits out there that people eat every day of the mm-hmm. week that they don't realise are vegan. Are vegan? Yep. Uh, like things like chocolate ripple biscuits, mm-hmm. nice biscuits, um, ginger nuts, like the home brand ginger nut, yes, and even yep. the Arnott's ginger nut um, and Oreos, which and then cookers, which we were just talking off air a minute ago. <laughs> cookers, country cookies. Max, Max lit up. <laughs> They're uh, my favourite. <laughs> um, and I thought we could look at jam fancies and raspberry shortcakes, which are two popular biscuits. Because uh, I guess with when it comes to biscuits, the the two main ingredients that you would be looking for. Uh, not to contain would be the, the milk and oh, yeah, oh, butter, butter and milk. Course, yes. Yeah, it's often butter. I was butter thinking eggs and things. milk, but yes, butter. Yeah, yeah usually it'll be it'll be milk powder mm-hmm. uh, or whey. Yes, uh, often it's listed as, um, and then of course, yeah, butter and sometimes yeah. egg, but it's rare actually. Yeah, it's eggs, eggs in, and things, in, yep. in most biscuits, but yep. you have to look for butter it. Butter and milk. Okay. Yeah. So jam fancies. We've got jam fancies, and then we've got raspberry shortcakes. Which do you want to open similar, the raspberry shortcakes? Sim- similar style biscuits, yeah. Yes. So I they're think both they're kind of a shortbread with jam filling. Yes. Yeah. So do you have you eaten either of these, Max? Yeah. Which ones? The raspberry shortcake. The Arnott's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we allowed to mention brands? We can. <laughs> Paradise Jam <Yeah>. Fancies. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Actually, they're, they're looking very similar because uh, both round biscuit. They're both round. The Arnott's kind of has a serrated edge, would you describe mm. that as? 
Beveled. Yeah, beveled. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, quite an intricate design on the, uh, the jam fancy. Yeah. It's very pretty, actually. It looks mm. quite European. Pitting them against each other. The looks wise. Yeah. I would say I like that dusting of sugar on the raspberry shortcake. Yep. <laughs> what about you, Max? Yeah, the raspberry shortcake look um, looks like probably better, but the jam fancies look fancier. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be where the name comes from. <laughs> The, the raspberry shortcake does look like a sweeter option with, as you mm. say, the sprinkling of sugar mm. on top around the uh, the centre. Both of them um, imprinted so that you can see the jam on the inside. So it's two biscuits joined together through uh, a jam centre. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, well, I guess we've got to give it the taste we've test. We've got to try. Let's there's, go. There's only one way to find this out. <laughs> Which one is going to be better? So uh, Phyllis has gone for the jam fancy. Max is... Uh, Hoeing down. Oh, actually, what's on the base of that one? I didn't realise. Doesn't go all the way through. No. No. So two different biscuits. Ah, okay. So Felicity's mm. is a solid base, and Max's has kind of the uh, uh, for those who do the I think it's saladas or uh, <laughs> with the veggie mite worms. Mm. <laughs> and saladas are vegan too. Saladas are vegan too. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I don't know whether you'd be able to do that with a jam fan. Uh, sorry, shortbread like that shortcake because you're probably going to crumble it everywhere. I just always think you, they, you need to be dipping these Dunking biscuits dipping. in something. <laughs> <laughs> which we could be it's doing. It's a perfectly tasty biscuit, which would be improved tenfold by a dip in a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Some form of liquid. Not a lot of jam in there. Right, yeah. Could have been a bit more generous. Mm. Well, I think uh, all these sorts of shortcomings over the years... Growing up, do you remember them having more jam well, in the centre? Well, I do, but I just wonder, was that like this childhood thing of when you... every Remember, everything has been so much bigger, bigger and grander when you're a child. Yeah. What are you thinking of the uh, shortcake, Max? Not much flavour. Not much in the flavour department? Mm. What's What's the most prominent taste? Is it the biscuit, the jam filling? Biscuit. More biscuit. And... The taste of the biscuit, what's it? Is it dry? Dry, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, see how you go with uh, a jam fancy then. Felicity's onto the mm. raspberry shortcake. I like the chewiness of this. Mm-hmm. It's got a really nice texture. Yep. Which is probably the major difference. I don't think the ta- taste wise, I don't think that really is a big difference between the two. <laughs> but this has a good texture. Yep. So it's kind of got more chomp to mm. it. How are you going with that, Max? So Max is now on to the uh, jam fancy. You're going to have one, huh? I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> it's a lot harder. Harder, okay. Like the raspberry shortcake is chewy. Mm-hmm. This is more like crumbly. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, start with the mm-hmm. jam fancy then and see how I go. Mm. So it is a bit of a, a mouthful in the first <laughs> first bite of the jam fancy. You're right though with the um, the filling; it is mainly biscuit. Yeah. Until you get to the centre, I think they must give it a, a big pipe. Yeah, in, in that the little hole in the middle to make it look mm. like you're going to get a lot. But um, yeah, jam to biscuit ratio, majority biscuit, and and quite a chew. Until you get to the centre, then it kind of melts in your mouth a bit more. So <laughs> it is quite dry. 
I was expecting a bit more, uh, considering that it has the jam centre. I'll try the um, the raspberry shortcake to see uh, how we go with that little extra sugar on top. I think you're right, Fosdy, with the, the chew factor. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, the jam fancy, a lot harder biscuit. So you would have to definitely be dipping that in yes, some sort of right. hot drink to get uh, <laughs> you through. The raspberry shortcake doesn't need a cup of... Okay. <laughs> head to head then, what are we thinking, Max? I reckon the raspberry shortcake. Raspberry shortcake for you, Felicity? Yep. Yeah, definitely the raspberry definitely. shortcake. Yeah, thumbs up all round on the uh, raspberry shortcake. Jam fancy. Um, probably in a mixed packet of biscuits, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to on its own. But, um, yeah, we have a clear winner here. Was it going to always be that, with the sugar on the outside? Possibly, maybe? Mm, don't know. Don't know. Uh, let us know, though. We'll post that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, head-to-head. What's your thoughts? Jam fancy or raspberry shortcake? Um, now, I see you've also brought in some other biscuits. You yeah. were talking saladas before being uh, a vegan option. Yes, saladas. But for sweet-wise, sweet yep. we've got some Oreos here. Mm-hmm. And um, I just brought in a packet of cookers. Yeah, there's loads, loads of different ones out there when you just have a read. So it's, um, and I just, I think it's funny because I often get people, they'll say to me, oh, I could never eat anything vegan. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, I'm sure you're eating vegan things most of the, you know, at least something every day. So there are so many incidental vegan products out there. And of course, you know, a lot of them have palm oil, which is another issue again, which I just want to mention because I think it's something that, you know, we need to acknowledge. And a lot of these products will have palm oil. And of course, as I'm sure most, most listeners know, that has a terrible impact on the orangutan Orangutan population population. and, and, and the other, you know, the other species that rely on those rainforests. There are some, there is some sustainable palm oil being produced, but that's not necessarily... Gonna, you know, we all know, you know, things aren't normally aren't necessarily what what they're advertised as. So that's something that people might choose not to eat these products, and that's completely valid and um, something that you know I think it's worth mentioning. There are a number of products actually that actively go out of their way to avoid. Just, yes, palm oil free to yeah. ad- advertise they are palm oil free, yep. and I think we'll see more and more of that going forward. Uh, I, I wonder then, because uh, the cream filling for an Oreo, I, it's almost pure icing sugar. Yeah, it's pretty much just icing. Let's read the ingredients. Yep. <laughs> so basically got uh, soy lecithin mm-hmm. and flavour and vegetable oil and sugar. <laughs> and then there would be certain different flavourings as they yeah. come out from yeah. time to time. And so there's... It's only the original, original Oreo, flavor. so yep. you might you might see the strawberry ones and the full chocolate ones, mm-hmm. and they are not. Right, vegan. there you go. There but you the go. original, the original sweet vanilla cream mm-hmm. is. Now, the one that uh, piqued my interest was the the cookers, country cookies you were saying before, because they're coated in chocolate. <laughs> they are coated in chocolate, and um, these were my favourite biscuits. Mm-hmm. You know, ten, twelve years ago, before I went vegan, these were my favourite biscuits. And I didn't eat them for years and years and years. The the uh, plain ones without chocolate, I've been eating. Yes, and they're nice, but they're not like the not like the chocolate ones. And I just learned about six months ago 
chocolate ones are now vegan. I don't know when the change <laughs> came in. Um, I'm glad I haven't known all these years. We've been consuming <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> they they are, and so yeah, they're delicious. They've got a really nice milk chocolate taste. Mm-hmm. Do you want to have one, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> um, they've got a really good milk chocolate taste, uh, which you know you don't always get because. Sometimes it could be a little bit too sweet for vegan chocolates. Right. I find that's yep. a personal thing, but hang on. What what sort of alternatives do uh, do you have in regards to chocolate? Is that a controversial topic? Well, I think um, as most people, I'm sure, know, chocolate is from a bean. Yes. <laughs> it's from a plant. So, I mean, traditionally, we've made chocolate with using dairy milk Uh, and so now there's all kinds of chocolates being made out of all kinds of plant-based milks Um, and yeah some of them are delicious some Mm. of them are not great like anything I think that's important when you're when you're trying something that you've been told is vegan if you don't like it it's not because it's vegan it's because it's just not been made well or it's just not your to your taste Taste, whereas like anything else you know, you could try something that's got dairy milk in it that that you don't like, or yes. and another product that you do like. So, um, yeah, I, I think unfortunately a lot of people are put off. They've had one bad experience, and they think, oh yeah, that's because it's it's a plant based vegan product. Mm. When that's really not the case. Not the at case. All. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, my my thoughts when it comes to chocolate is always milk chocolate. Yeah. But, um, as we've grown up on this show, the the vast majority of types of chocolate um, having milk or not, whether it gets to the, the darker side of chocolate, <laughs> it can uh, increase in the, the cocoa, which Max has outlasted me. I think it was 90% or something like that. <laughs> the, the bar was almost black. I, I oh, 90% strong. <laughs> I could not stomach it. Yeah, no. You're yeah. not going to have that. Again, no. <laughs> <laughs> Too much? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, as you say, alternative uh, options all around for that. Yeah, no, and and there are as you know, like uh, and, and they're growing all the time mm-hmm. because you know we're seeing, you know, milk products made from oats and rice and you know just 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 all the kinds of things that you'd never imagine could actually be made. Different options. You know. There you go. Well, uh, it's three thirty. We're going to take a very quick break here on Afternoon Delight. As I said, jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Our head-to-head this week, Jam Fancies versus the Raspberry Shortcake. Uh, Let us know what's your preference, and we will return after this with more sweet treats of a vegan nature. Radio, it is time to put the spotlight on uh, the confectionery side of... uh, the different vegan options you brought in today for listening. So uh, we touched on uh, before things like marshmallows and jubes and things like that having non-vegan ingredients, mm-hmm. being gelatin. But uh, I noticed there's a bag of marshmallows there. There are a bag of marshmallows, and they're amazing marshmallows. It's called their brand is Dandies. Right. Unfortunately, they're not something you can buy at you know your Coles or Woolies yep. easily. But they. You know, nowadays everyone shops online, don't they? <laughs> and they are—they're the—they're the best marshmallows I've ever had. Right. Yeah. So, you want to try one, Max? Feeling up to it. <laughs> so uh, the question would be: if it's not gelatin holding it together, I wonder. Tapioca starch tapioca and carrageenan. Right. So it's all plant-based. All plant-based. Thank you. And they toast really well too. They'll do exactly what you want. Yep. On a stick and a campfire. 
Okay, so Max is uh, doing the squeeze test. <laughs> They're a lot harder than the normal marshmallows. Are they? Right. Do you think? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was actually going to go. It feels like it's got a softer centre. It might be firmer on the outside. Yeah. But um, I, I, I would have thought the gelatin ones were a, a tougher. A bit firmer. S- yeah, firm. Well, it's been a long time since I've <laughs> gone fondled a gelatin <laughs> marshmallow. <laughs> But um, again, looks wise, you're not going to. Looks like a normal one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) These ones don't have powder. Ah, okay. Right, yes. So the the powdery thing is just so that they don't stick together usually. It's just like a corn starch, but I wonder wonder why not. Okay, taste test time. What do you thought there, Max? Fluffy. Very fluffy. (laughs) Soft and fluffy. Sugary. Mm hmm. Yeah. Quite a melt in your mouth sensation. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, texture exactly the same as a gelatin based marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Max is looking a little bit surprised. Well, what was your thoughts going into biting down on it? I don't know. Because the, the texture is exactly the same. And you would not guess that that wasn't a gelatin no, base. That's right. If, if somebody served them and. You know, people wouldn't no, think twice. Exactly. They wouldn't think, oh, this is a different marshmallow. That's right, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, tapioca kind of sago um, mm. use usually, mm. but uh, good for thickening. and Very good, yeah. yeah. Makes perfect sense. That's great because I love Rocky Road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are fantastic for making Rocky Road. <laughs> Which goes back to the, the chocolate <laughs> being non-milk chocolate. That would it be a kind of a more cocoa-y taste? No, when I... Um, when I make my Rocky Road, I usually there's a, a, a chocolate called Sweet William, right? And it's a very good, like a basic milk chocolate. They do a white chocolate as well, which oh, is really wow. nice. Yep. Um, Woolies in Colac used to sell it, but they've stopped for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that I just use that one, and there that's a really nice, just a good basic milk chocolate. Yep, it's got a nice sugary aftertaste as well. Mm. Um, yeah. Again, not having a campfire in the studio for uh, <laughs> <laughs> for basic health and safety reasons, but uh, I can imagine that yeah, tasting up really yeah. nicely. No, they do. They yep. taste beautifully, and make s'mores with them, and yep. those sort of different yummy marshmallowy treats. Yep. <laughs> so then, uh, with gelatin wiping out quite a large um, proportion of the the lolly aisle. What sort of other options would there be? Well, it's been really good. The Natural Confectionery Company brought out some jellies. Mm-hmm. So I've got some here. Vegan. And they are just called Vegan Fruity Flavoured Jellies. And I've, I've never been a big jube person. My yep. husband, Robin, he loves a jube <laughs> and like he's always that, that, that kind of lolly. Um, but to me, they're really nice. And yes. I'll open the packet. So a lot of scrunching. Yep. <laughs> um, and they're, yeah, they're great. And it's great that, like, a major company like that's seen that there is a the, need in yes. the market. Do you want to try yeah. one? Um, and they're great. Nice. And so um, flavours there? Wow. Max, what, do you, what have you got there, do you think? I think they I'd are different. like a raspberry. There's, mm. like, yeah. all the... The typical look. I don't look. know, because I normally put about four in my mouth at, at the same At once, go time. for the fruit salad mix, <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, uh, so Natural Confection Company, we're very well known for um, replicating flavours in unique ways. Yeah. So they'll often use black carrot to uh, to colour um, any of the purple jelly things. Um, what else do they... The beetroot, again, mm. all those natural flavours and colours. So you, you'd, 
your head goes for the colour of what you would um, think of with any other type yeah. of tube. Um, and you immediately associate it. They often have a, a juicier taste as well, would you say, Max? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Max has uh, got kind of the jelly on the plate looking thing, a bit of a raspberry look to it. Yeah. Assuming that uh, it would be raspberry taste then. Really soft. Mm, yeah, it doesn't have, of course, that gelatin chew. You can kind of bite straight through it. Mm. Yeah. So it's still got a chew factor, but um, not as intense. But um, a very sharp taste, actually, this one, the raspberry. It's a, it's a strong taste. Yeah, taste. But quite basic. bitey. Yeah, tastes basically like a raspberry. Like an actual raspberry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but why would you go and eat an, an, a natural <laughs> raspberry when you can have a sugar-fired version? <laughs> Maybe it's because we just ate the marshmallows. It could be. Because I just had one of the pineapple ones out of the jellies and it, it did seem tart whereas mm. normally I'm feeling oh this is sickly sweet Sw yeah but yeah just more of a fruity freshness mm. than a sugar overload yep. taste yep that that's yeah this one doesn't have the sweet <laughs> sweet aftertaste that I was expecting compared to the the marshmallow which did mm. yeah it as you say it could just be the layer one on top of the other but um yeah they're they're about Oh, they're a few months old now, that particular... Uh, a couple of years now. Years. Yeah, they've been out for a couple of years. Well, so. They've only been on the shelves here recently for mm. the past few months. Mm. I'd not seen them before. Um, there you go. Mm. There you go. And it just shows that the, the growth in the market because lots of people are just wanting, just deciding that they're wanting to eat less animal products for mm -hmm. um, environmental reasons particularly that's been a big driver like it's yep. a much lower carbon footprint when you're eating a plant-based diet rather than an animal-based diet yep. so there's just so many people coming from it from all different angles so that's kind of covered the uh, the the juby chewy mm. side of things we've got some spearmint leaves which i guess are juby type of oh, things yes, aren't yeah, they base, they're the yeah. woolies um own Version. brand yep because um, they were Allens had uh, stopped making them there for a while. Oh. Um, there was big uproar that uh, they'd stopped making the spearmint leaves and something else. Um, and I can't remember off the top of my head what it clouds. was. Was it the clouds? Maybe. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but um, spearmint leaves uh, went off the market and. People are in absolute uproar because oh. when they make the mini Christmas puddings... <laughs> That's right. Well, I was going to say, does that anyone use them anything other than cake decorating? <laughs> because <laughs> um, that's what Alan's had said was, you know, people don't sit down to a bag of them uh, unless they are decorating cakes. And, but uh, they were then saying, you know, what do you use instead mm. of spearmint leaves? Well, worse home brand. There you go. Someone <laughs> uh, came in and taken up the market. Uh, oh, okay, we have a text question in. Um, why are black and gold frogs no longer vegan? Very mm. annoying as they were my favourite and I used to drive all the way to Tarang IGA to get them. I don't know. And it was, it was. <laughs> I know in our household, you know, there were some tears shed. Right, there you go. <laughs> Less sugar highs, yeah. but more tears. <laughs> It would be quite disappointing, yeah, for something like that to occur where just one slight ingredient change can yeah. can uh, can change your world, I guess. Mm. And it's quite strange, really, because you're not increasing your market. No. Like, people aren't buying 
the you know the black and gold frogs because you know they're not not buying them because they're yes. vegan they're going to buy them regardless and yep. then all the vegans are going to buy them as well yes, so yep, yep. you basically just cut out the whole market there you go i don't know someone in their r and d maybe had, didn't like vegans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a thing sometimes there's cost cutting measures we've often talked about um again as we were saying you know growing up uh, things seem to get smaller, but there are, there is proof that a number of products have gotten smaller over the years. Companies often use portion size oh, and yes. uh, health-wise choices as the reason for doing that, but it does make it cheaper to produce something a bit smaller mm-hmm. and charge the same price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you can look like you're doing something to, know, to help people's health. Yeah, <laughs> thoughtful in the process. But there you go. So spearmint leaves do have a bit mm. of a juby taste. Um, sour patch as well. Sour patch, which I'm I I opened the spearmint leaves and already had one. <laughs> I feel like I've just cleaned my teeth. Um, they've, they've got that uh, toothpaste goodness <laughs> with, the, with the spearmint. So Max is our uh, mint aficionado. What's your thoughts on the spearmint leaves there, Max? Are you a spearmint or a peppermint? Uh, mint. Anything yeah. minty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just sugar coated. Mm-hmm. Toothpaste. Toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> Which we have eaten on this show before. Mm-hmm. But perfect for the top of your Christmas pudding. Yep, definitely. Definitely. Um, but yeah, the Sour Patch Kids. I would have thought uh, a gelatin base, but Yeah, no. again, no. Interesting. Um... So I don't remember having these as uh, a kid, the Sour Patch Kids. I don't know. Uh, I didn't grow up with this brand, Max. You have, though. Mm. Yeah. Um, I had just the run-of-the-mill jelly babies. <laughs> yes. I never was a... I've, I've not been a sour lolly fan ever. Well, we, we definitely had sour lollies as a kid. I think the 90s were when sour lollies mm. came into their own. Everything was warheads and sour everything. They they just started putting citric acid into everything. But uh, Sour Patch Kids, it's a Maynard's product. Um, they're known as very bad kids in France. Oh. <laughs> and uh, they're a UK creation. Uh, apparently came out in the early 1970s under the name Mars Men. But um, it wasn't until 1985 they were rebranded as Sour Patch Kids. Uh, but as I say, not in an Australian market. I don't remember growing up no. with these. Oh, so Marsmen, like they're little aliens. Yeah, kind I've of. I've actually looked at them. Well, they've got a lot more features to them than your traditional jelly baby. They do. <laughs> uh, jelly babies might have a face stamped into them. They might have a, a little belly button <laughs> indentation. Yeah. But uh, the Sour Patch Kids have a lot more facial features that have quite prominent. They have the big round eyes and face, uh, often in uh, mischievous grins or uh, mm. <laughs> variety of facial expressions. But um, yeah, Sour Patch Kids, is it the whole branding of no, Sour it's Patch? Just, oh, well, just the, it's just these Sour Patch. The, right, it's just the Sour Patch because they do come in lots of different varieties of sweet and sour and um, <laughs> ah, yeah. Felicity just popped one in her mouth. Uh, yeah, I'm not a sour person. <laughs> they're, they're very good for uh, curling your toes. But People actually like that flavour. Oh, yeah. As I said, and it must be, it your palate must mature at a certain, I don't know, age, because uh, I... I've never been a huge sour taste person. My brother would just devour warheads by the handful. 
Um, but yeah, Max, you're still quite partial to sour products. Yeah. <laughs> well, dig in. And again, quite a variety of flavours in the sour patch. Mm. Um, so what have we got there? Raspberry, black currant, orange, lime, and is that banana or lemon? It'd be lemon. They wouldn't have sour banana. Lemon. <laughs> no, sour banana sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What's the flavour doing to you, Max? It's good. It's good stuff? Yeah. Yeah, come on, Jonathan. Okay, I'll, I'll brave one for the team. Uh, mine's a pink one, so I'm assuming raspberry, but it has such a thick coating on the outside of the citric acid mm. stuff. That's that's why they are sour patch. It's a mix of yeah sugar and sour, but it's majority sour. It's not too bad. I don't know whether it's the more you chew it, the worse it is, or <laughs> yeah, it doesn't appeal to me. You can get to the the sweet centre of a Sour Patch Kid, and it's not too bad. Ah, oh, there's just that tang. Um, there's YouTube clips out there of people putting heaps in their mouth all at once, of course. But, um, yeah, Max, you, you're not even breaking a sweat. No. Um, another text in. If you want to uh, join the conversation, 0439 329 713 is the text line. Uh, we've also got the Afternoon Delight OCRFM Lolly Facebook page. Uh, Queensland has just said many of the Coles pick and mix are vegan. Ah, there you nice go. Nice to know. If you've got a pick and mix in your uh, in your local Coles, interesting. They have like a lolly pick and mix, like a I, when, like a buying one and two cent lolly kind mm, of. Yeah, thing. when we first had a Coles up in Colac here in the old building, which is now another two dollar shop, uh, they used to have the drums where you could uh, oh, wow. pick and mix. But I think oh. I... I'm trying to think now if the old lolly shop that closed down and has now become a new lolly shop in Colac, whether that has pick and mix. I know the one out at Biak might be similar. We'll I have think to, that uh, one does. Yeah. yeah, it did have like the draw things that you put them in the bags. Yeah. Pick and mix is such a uh, an odd business model <laughs> because the people that can self-serve... But anyway, so there you go. <laughs> Quite a mix of uh, different uh, yeah, sweet options. Skittles. Skittles is also on the table here. Skittles. Don't know Which if anyone wants sugar, Skittles sugar right coated now. Sugar. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they're a pretty popular. Definitely, the whole taste one. the rainbow sensation. Yeah. Um, so it is just sugar coated sugar with a sugary. Yes, it's sugar and sugar and sugar. Yep. Sugar and glucose syrup. And Another name for sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and then the colours. And I think, you know, um, just on, on the colours and on the additives, like as we all know, the, the numbers, the food additive numbers, and it's um, there's an amazing little resources available. To, you know, there's even little cards you can carry in your to wallet decode. to look at them. Yep. Nowadays, most people have got Google on their phone if mm. they want to check something. Yep. But, yeah, a lot of things will be hidden in those numbers. Tasting so like chemical X. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, that is the uh, the solid side of uh, sweet treats here on Afternoon Delight. We're going to take a very quick break. We'll be back to go a little bit liquid. So stick around on Afternoon Delight. Okay, on Afternoon Delight, it is time to have a look at some uh, sweet drinks. Now, uh, it was just going to be a spotlight on the sweet drinks, but uh, 
we found out in a little bit of research uh, that one of the options we were going to propose has changed. I know. I had Ovaltine and it's no longer vegan. So it's but I'm thinking maybe now, and I'm having a blonde moment, mm-hmm. it was Activite. Ah, okay. That was it. There yeah. you go. There you go. But uh, the inclusion of milk powder in yeah. Ovaltine yeah. makes it non-vegan. That's right. But we do have two other different options. Yes, we have Cadbury drinking chocolate, mm-hmm. which I'm sure everyone's familiar with. And then we have the new Milo plant-based. Right. So, so uh, Milo went to war. It's that old. Mm. <laughs> it's been around for a long time. But uh, I'm assuming the traditional Milo would have milk solids. Milk solids in yep. it. Right. And so this one doesn't. And we have it's just still the extract of malt. Yes. And then we have soy protein and sunflower oil, oat flour, which again, oat being used in a lot of traditionally yep. dairy products. And then, of course, all your your sugars and your flavorings. And now, of course, uh, Milo, to be vegan, we would not be having it with milk. No, we're having it with <laughs> soy milk. Soy milk instead. Which is my favorite. So for me- having a coffee, I don't. Ju- I never have milk in tea, mm-hmm. um, but I love, like, I have a white coffee, and so soy milky is a really nice one. Oh, there you go. Okie dokie. So uh, it's not an, another head-to-head, I guess, but, uh, yeah, so Cadbury drinking chocolate versus the uh, plant-based Milo. All right. Well, I'm going to try the Cadbury drinking first. You dig in, Max. And I'm well. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything about the Milo until you've tried it. Oh, okay, righto. <laughs> well, we've just had a uh, query in uh, soft drinks. Yeah. And uh, a vegan Fanta, Sunkist. Are they? A lot of them options? will have, um, yeah, non non plant based colorings in them, and I'm pretty sure Fanta is not vegan. Because the question has come through: yeah. Is it orange beetles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go. I'm not a big soft drink drinker. Yep. And I, um, so I, I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure Fanta's definitely not right. vegan. Yeah. Traditional lemonades and things like that um, would only just make the cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okie dokie. So you've gone with the drinking chocolate I've got first, the drinking right? chocolate. What are you going to have, Jonathan? Uh, well, we'll, 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 we'll go with the drinking chocolate to start off with, I guess. Make it across the board. Let's just uh, add some drinking chocolate. Soy milk. You are clever. You put you used your spoon to put both in your <laughs> different cups. And now I've got a wet spoon well, that I'm going to have to put into the Milo. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering whether he's going milk first. <laughs> no, he's definitely uh, he's done this before. I think on this show, uh, come <laughs> prepared. <laughs> Okey dokey. So it's the Cadbury drinking milk chocolate versus the plant based Milo. Um, so the, the Vita Soy's got a bit of a where to and how to. The soy milk gets produced on the back there. <laughs> so it says, grown by Aussie farmers, soybeans harvested in autumn and delivered to the Wodonga factory. Then they're blended, deholed and ground to uh, be filtered through water and other ingredients are added, including calcium, which you would uh, traditionally yeah, associate with, yep, with. with uh, dairy. And then... Uh, it's it's ready. It yeah. is soy milk. It is yeah, yeah and that's and it. We've been humans have been making milk from soy for 
you know, a thousand years. It's yep. not new. Um, it's only been adopted by, you know, us in the West recently. And we grow so much. Actually, my cousin is a soy, grows soy yep. up in um, the Northern Rivers. Mm-hmm. He grows soy and sugar cane. And it's, um, there's a huge market for it. So I think there's a lot of... Um, don't like to, you know, cast aspersions, but the da- the dairy industry likes to, you know, throw a lot of shade at, at the soy milk production and yep. blame it for all kinds of, you know, all uh, destruction of the Amazon and that kind of thing. When really, the soy in the Amazon's being grown to feed cows on cattle ranches. Um, but we Australia has a really th- huge thriving soy market so mm. i think if you're supporting that you're supporting aussie farmers which is great uh text in that the best soy milk for a latte is bonsoy would you agree with that uh, i think so yeah i think if i'm having a a, a, a good coffee a bon- when i see bonsoy at a cafe um i'm, I'm always happy on the money yeah <laughs> okay max you've you've uh, again thought ahead and made both both your drinks up i foolishly only <laughs> made one up we'll yeah. get there so uh drinking chocolate first what's your thoughts on that max good good stuff yeah all mine's gone to the bottom i mean it needs to be hot <laughs> with some of those marshmallows <laughs> oh yes actually good point i was going to say it's not really uh weather for uh, warm milk no it put me to sleep I need some ice cubes in it. Have an ice chocolate. Ice chocolate. Okay, we've got uh, listeners doing their own research for us. This is great. Fanta is vegan. Sunkist oh, is not. yay! <laughs> and Sunkist, Sunkist isn't. Apparently, Sunkist is not. Oh well, there you go. Thank you, listener. Great listening to your discussion. Used to be addicted to Kiora chocolate topping. Uh, question: Was it vegan? But they took it off the market. Oh, Ooh, okay. We will uh, do a quick search for you. But um, I can't make any promises. There is, um, there are a number of chocolate toppings that are perfectly suitable for people eating vegan. Yep. But Kiora, I don't think Kiora's existed for decades. Quite a while, yeah. Uh, I think I it think has been taken over by Cadbury. Uh, by the look of that, yeah, no, it's not looking like it exists, unfortunately. Which means you have to then go look and. Cadbury-wise and uh, vegan. So that's got a, a nice um, chocolatey taste to it, Max. Yeah, not too chocolatey. Mm. It's also good, I guess, sprinkled over an iced chocolate. Mm. Yeah. And what do you think of the soy milk, Max? Yeah, it's good. Does it yeah. does it taste very different to you? Or? No, not really. No? Yeah, especially mixed in with the, the chocolate. It's yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is traditional milk taste, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and again, with the soy milks, and it's like with any of the oat milks or uh, almond milks or any of them, there's a huge difference. So if you try one and you don't like it, just try another one because, yep. you know, there's there's plenty out there that are really good. Uh, natural colour 16A for Fanta. So that's what it uh, means. Uh, it's an artificial sweetener, but it is the red colour obtained from carrot root. Right. There you go. There you go. Good. Okay, uh, so Milo, now this is uh, <laughs> this comes with a little bit of trepidation. A very new plant-based Milo. I think it's been a it's been out for a maybe not quite a year. Yep. Sort of. Really. But how did you used to? How do you have your Milo? Oh yeah, is it three hundred <laughs> scoops of uh, Milo ladled on top? That's right. With a <laughs> with a crunchy coating. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Max? Ah, uh, probably depends a, if it's cold or warm. Good point. Yeah, see, I'm a 
usually a cold Milo drinker mm. in, in the summer months and then, of course, warm in the winter. So it's got to have that crunchy layer on top if it's cold. You don't stir it all the way in. Yeah. Um, but warm, it has to be completely dissolved. Yeah. And I guess, do you, do you marshmallow with Milo or do you marshmallow with just hot chocolate? Oh, I've never heard of anyone marshmallowing with Milo. You don't need to. <laughs> the taste is already in there. Now, this melts reasonably easily. Is that... <laughs> is that... Um... Yes. I I loved Milo, the original Milo. Yeah. Um, not that I've missed it. But um, when I, when this came out, I was a bit excited. Yeah. To... Oh, <laughs> okay. yeah. Can load it up, load the cup up with it's just that little bit. and then dark in colour as well. Eat it yeah. with a spoon. Like I've... I've, <laughs> I've not had to do much stirring. It's dissolved into the milk, and it's a dark brown colour. Mm. Okay, down the hatch, Max. <laughs> Take a deep breath. It's more chocolatey than the... Um, yeah, it's not quite as malt Milo taste, Oh, actually. I think the actual flavour is is perfectly f- good. Yeah. Like, I enjoy that flavour, but it doesn't do what, Milo. what I want Milo to do. Yeah, it's not quite captured the traditional taste mm. of Milo. I can't quite put my finger on what it is, though. It's it's not a bitter aftertaste, but it's it, it's it's got a lingering something. Yeah, it's almost like a a dark chocolate. Yeah, drink. Mm. What's the? But it should be malt though. Yeah, it's taste. malt. No, there's no chocolate in it. No, but I'm getting, you know, when you eat like really dark, like seventy percent onwards, and you get that bitter aftertaste of chocolate. It's kind yeah. of like that coating. And I promise, I did use different cups. <laughs> I'm wondering if they've reduced the sugar, because Therefore, the sugar. Reading these ingredients, sugar comes way down the list. Yeah. Now I don't know if anyone's got a can of Milo in their cupboard that they can text in the ingredients. But I would have thought traditional Milo had sugar pretty high up. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that would be a photo of a tin of Milo. No, it's not. It's a photo, though, um, of uh, a great big confectionery. Oh, beautiful. Are they they're meringues, I think? Yes, it looks like some jelly beans, uh, some rumbles. Is that licorice up the top, perhaps? And we do have one final product we're going to have a look at in just a second. Um, so let's see, where are we? With Milo ingredients. Uh, yeah, it starts off with sugar on a there traditional There you go. Tea. That's the difference. So that is the difference. I think that's sugar. a big difference. And that's why it's got that bitter aftertaste. Mm. Okay, well, there you go. So uh, not that we are putting them head to head, but which of those two do you prefer? <laughs> the Cadbury drinking chocolate or the vegan Milo? The Cadbury drinking chocolate. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, think so. I think so. As as good as it is to have vegan Milo on the, the shelf, hasn't quite hit the yeah, mark. No. And I think that, you know, there's whole generations of people growing up now who've never had Milo because they've grown up vegan and yeah. they'll have that. And, ah, I think that's yeah. what Milo tastes like. Well, you know, they'll, they'll never know, but <laughs> they'll never have also contributed to... Cow suffering. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Well, we do have one last thing to talk about because we are out of time. Let's quickly check out something from around the world.
Max. Bit of a smile on your face for this one. <laughs> Ending on a very sweet treat indeed. Uh, what have we got here, Felicity? Well, we've got Turkish Delight. Mm-hmm. I thought afternoon delight, have to have a bit of Turkish Delight. Definitely. And it's, um, you know, as we all know, Turkish Delight is a very traditional sweet mm-hmm. coming from the Mideast and it's been around for centuries. There's a lot of, uh, you know, lots of different people claiming the origin of it yep. and I think there's a sweet shop um that you know opened in 1777 that claims they They're made the first, the first Turkish batch. delight but then you know others will be arguing about it but basically it's a it's sugar and cornstarch and flavoring do you, and do you remember the traditional flavor of uh, Turkish delight max no no because <laughs> no. Turkish delight is uh, one that max will gravitate to i think is it second in line to mint or is there a few things in between yeah second pretty much second in line it's very yeah. mature taste palette you have there max <laughs> that's rose water this one yep. mint is also very traditional though mm-hmm. so you will get a lot of mint but the rose water i think is the one we're most familiar with so it's lightly dusted in uh, yeah. cornstarch and again that? that's so that it doesn't stick together and I think the it's actually lokum, lokum, ah, right. and it means mouthful or morsel. Yep, yep, yep. So this is a very traditional. So it's not quite like the fries one that you'd uh, see popping up in your favourites mm. <laughs> Cadbury box. Uh, so there's no coating of chocolate on this one. This is just traditional Turkish delight. And again, I would have assumed that uh, it was a gelatin base, but um, no. No. Mm. I've got a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Always great to eat Turkish Delight. Live to wear because it's so chewy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's quite a refreshing taste. It's mm. not like mint that will give you that kind of cool breeze in your mouth, but it's very floral. Mm, it is very floral. Because it's very. rose water. Mm. It's not something you'd just go back and back and back. So it is that lovely, mm. just to finish off a beautiful meal, just something sweet on your palate. Mm-hmm. And it's naturally vegan. What are you thinking there, Max? Strong. <laughs> it's quite, yeah, quite a powerful taste. Mm-hmm. Mm. I should say that it's got a lovely pink hue to it and the, the colouring in this is beetroot. Beetroot as well. There you go. Well, Felicity, we have reached the end of our uh, first Veganuary edition of uh, Afternoon Delight, and thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. I want to say a big shout-out to my family, who I believe are drinking white wine in the sun, <laughs> um, somewhere in Barongarook this right. afternoon. So hello to them, and if they've been listening in. Might have been having a bit cheers. of a, an Afternoon Delight <laughs> snack-along. I think they might have been. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me. My absolute pleasure. Well, we'll be back next week, all things going well. Yeah. And uh, might have a bit of a savoury option on the cards, so looking forward to that. And we'll post a copy of all these up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, as always. And uh, make sure to check out the Afternoon Delight Facebook page as well as the Animal Nation Facebook page to stay up to date. We'll catch you later. Bye. See ya. Until the middle of a cold, dark night When everything's a little clear in the light of day Always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight